Welcome to Talk Therapy CBT, a conversation about educating, helping, and connecting individuals to the world of psychology. This podcast is supported and produced by Inner Balance Psychology Center. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Raffa, and joined with me today is my co-host, Anthony Dana. How are you doing today, Anthony? I'm doing very well. Good afternoon, everyone. And today's episode, we're going to finish our four-part series on thinking traps. Right. We don't have a formal title, which obviously will create at the end of this, but right. something probably, um, like last time was the saga continues, right? Right. We'll come up with something, something clever funny. or else. I know. Or else. Or else. And we're also supporting, what, Tim Hortons? Tim yeah. Hortons, not Tom Hortons. Tim Hortons. Uh, there's a Tim Hortons in the neighborhood. Everybody get out there. It's in Somerdale. I do not have stock in the company as of yet, so this is not... Maybe they can sponsor. They should sponsor us. We'll give them some stickers and some merch. Yeah, exactly. I said years ago, when they come down here, they're going to put Dunkin' Donuts out of business. And those are some strong words, and I mean it. And I'm a coffee snob, and I have to tell you, best coffee. Because Starbucks, I haven't really been going. <sighs> Dunkin' Donuts. No way. Yep. So I advocate for them. All right. So we're going to start out with, we're going to do our last three thinking traps for today. And we're going to play our game, our long awaited game that we put a lot of effort and hours and hours and hours, seriously, hours and hours and hours into it. So we're going to start out with our quotes as we usually do. And do you have a quote today? Yes, I do. It is on labeling, which is one of the three thinking traps we're covering today. And it goes as such. Labeling are for filing. Labeling are for clothing. Labeling are not for people. <laughs> and I think, is that is that proper grammar? What it be labeling is for? Mm. I'm just taking the quote off the internet. But right. either or. Labeling is. And that was from. Is not for people. Is, is not for people. Is is, is is Aren't for people. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> any of you grammar Nazis out there, if you want to tell me which one, which way it should be, please let, let me know. And that is from Martina Navratilova. But she had to deal with a lot of labeling when she finally did come out of the closet and people didn't recognize her as just a woman's a tennis player. They just recognized her as the L word. And she had, to, and this is back in like the 80s, the, the, mm-hmm. the mid to early 80s, when it wasn't very fashionable or in vogue or even tolerated to, you know, go out and let people try to accept uh, who you are. Right. We like to put people in categories and label others, even ourselves. When people are clinically depressed, they'll label themselves in a negative way, often a very black and white way. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm no good. Mm -hmm. I'm defective. They have these negative core beliefs. Angry people will label outward, you know, he is such a jerk or she is so weird or, you know, people in categories. So I agree. Labeling is for filing. (laughs) As long as you file, actually file files, right? Does anyone use files? I do sometimes. You know, I mean, a quote that I like to use that it kind of mimics this one is, uh, you know, normal. Like, Uh, uh, you know, because normal to me is a setting on the washing machine. That's pretty much it. There was a cartoon once. I've seen it a bunch of times. Like it was something like at a a convention for normal people or normal parents. I don't remember. And it was just one person in the audience. Right. It was a psychology kind of quote or like a uh, cartoon. I mean, okay. So my quote is not on labeling, but it is on another distortion today, which is personalizing. So it is not only for what we do that we are held responsible, but also for what we uh, not do. That is by Moliere. And I chose that for a specific reason. It can be interpreted one, one, two ways. It can go both ways. So how do you interpret this? 
Well, the first thing I think of is you need to be responsible for the things that you do. And then when I think of being responsible for the things that you don't do, like, you know, if somebody's being bullied and they're, you know, a friend of yours, or if it's just somebody that you feel bad for, or, you know, that, and again, I don't want to say, you know, sometimes you see people who deserve it. Like, you know, if somebody keeps annoying somebody and then that person starts bullying them, <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know what? You kind of, you kind of brought this on your own. But if somebody's minding their own business and going about their own way and they get bullied, then, you know, that's not right. And that's somebody maybe you should maybe, you know, help or step in and do something about. Did you just say the S word? You, you should. Yes. Oh, yes, God. you should. You should do that. No. It's not necessarily. Um, you could. Required. Yeah. But that's a responsibility. Is that something that's going to eat you up later on? Oh, I really should have helped that guy or helped that. That, you know, little old lady across the street <laughs> with her groceries and I feel bad now and she probably got hit by a car and it's my oh, fault. Well, yeah, I mean, then you throw that in there too. I would have noted, More noticed responsibility. all of these t- thinking traps, it's like a stew and they're all together and they all intermingle and intertwine. They can intertwine. One could be in two categories or even three. That's true. Very true. I think the initial way in which I read this, because I'm thinking thinking traps and I'm always looking through that lens, I was looking at it when people are overly responsible. So this part where also for what we do not do is really just the, the other way of looking at this, which is not holding ourselves responsible for things that are not our fault and not in our control. And one of the exercises I've done for this, I may have mentioned, is the responsibility pie chart or the causality pie chart. Because when people are depressed, they will often blame themselves for things that aren't their fault, especially a neutral situation, like their friend is in a bad mood, their boss is in a bad mood. Oh, it must be my fault. I made her upset. Technically, we can't make people feel a certain way, which is a whole other discussion, but that's personalizing, is taking things to be your fault when it's not. All this stems from, I think, people in general, don't we all think that the world revolves around us? Oh, people, we're all egocentric. Yeah, yeah, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and I say all as in all, we are all egocentric, and I know that's an overgeneralization, but yeah, we all function from that way, from seeing our point of view. Right, we can't like, not see our point of view. This new rule is because I did this three weeks ago, or this is happening because, of course, they know that I like to do that, and they're going to take that away from me. They don't even know anything about you, and you know, it's like, don't put yourself on such a pedestal, because they probably don't even know your last name, you know, at your workplace or something, you know? Oh, yeah, like it's all about you, and yeah. I tell people that when they like, start thinking this way with the over-responsibility. People that have generalized anxiety disorder and uh, social anxiety disorder, OCD, they will, t- and, I'm, and we kind of have to laugh about it. Like, it's not all about you all the time. Like, like, especially with social anxiety, like people think everyone's looking at them when they're so concerned about themselves that they're actually not even paying attention most likely to you because they're so concerned about, do they look okay? Or do they say something stupid? Especially teenagers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the other piece of this quote too, which I find interesting is, that taking responsibility for what you didn't do, like you mentioned, not helping the old lady cross the street or protecting the bully, but also for inaction, you know, owning up to something you could have done differently or something being your fault, you know, maybe in a relationship or at work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like something like not being honest about something or or not meeting a deadline. or You could have done a better job and being more forthcoming. Like, I'm sorry I didn't do that thing, boss. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry I didn't get you that report in time. Right. But then you might bring attention to it and they might not even be thinking about it. And then you you just kind of put yourself out there and you're like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's that's right. You didn't get that report, did you? Oh, man, why did I remind you? Yeah, I'm sorry Uh, I didn't show up to work. I didn't even notice that you were late. (laughs) 
Okay, well, yes, don't let yeah. that happen again. I'm sorry I wasn't <laughs> honest with you about stealing the cookie from the cookie. See, some people who have no guilt can be just fine with that, though. Sure. You know, like, then they're not personalizing. They're not personal. They don't well, personalize anything. So, by the way, that's the predominant feeling that goes along with personalizing is it's kind of like a should, right? Like, you feel guilty because you're taking something to be your fault. I should have been nicer. I should have gotten to work on time. There's, a, there's those people like that put too much responsibility on their shoulders, yeah. and there are those that... Really put hardly at all. (laughs) No. Then there's those people that are uh, perhaps antisocial personality disorder, which, you know, I'm on that kick of watching all these crazy shows, right? Personality disorder. Antisocial personality disorder. Hannibal, Dexter. Oh, yes, yes. I'm all into that kick. I gotcha. They have no remorse, I don't think. No. I don't think Hannibal cared that he ate people, right? Um, Didn't have too many shoulds. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I just... I just give him a pass because he's so entertaining in Silence of the Lambs. So I just, yeah. you know, as long as there are people I don't know. So maybe not everyone personalizes. Yeah, no, and thank God they don't. Yeah. I, I <laughs> got, I got enough issues. I don't need to personalize everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Speaking of personalization, you had some commentary or questions for, for Dr. Raffer, right? Yes, I did. So how is personalizing like a thinking trap? Like, do you take things, mm-hmm. you take everything to be your fault or that you think that you always do something wrong? How is that any different from just being super? uber paranoid? (laughs) Good question. It is kind of bordering on being paranoid and, you know, like it's unreasonable amount of responsibility. I don't mean a reasonable amount of responsibility. So personalizing becomes problematic when someone is taking something to be their fault when it's really not. So they're neurotic all the time. It could be neurotic all the time. It could be paranoid. It could be neurotic. Um, It could be some weird causal factor. Like you wore that red shirt and the person out front dog fell out of their car it's not your fault right that you wore this red shirt and there was a car accident out front or a dog jumped out of a car and i should have done something <laughs> you should have done something that should have done something yeah you should have done it's all your fault that dog was looking it's not the owner's you. fault that had the window down way too low or no exactly it was your fault because he was so excited he was looking right at you yes and he knows that i'm a great you know belly rubber I know. Just by looking at me. Totally your fault. You know. That that dog almost jumped out of the car today. So. So I'm going to hear, so I heard that you're a very good belly rubber. Is that just for dogs? Oh, great. Oh, no. That's a nice sound. That's a fun, that's a label. There's a fun sound bite. We're not ready to do a segue (laughs) into labels yet, but I like the way you're thinking. That's good. You like the way I think? Yeah, that's smart. Sometimes I'm smart. That wasn't a fish for compliments. That was that was you fishing. No, what are you talking about, Dr. Raffi? You're always smart. Oh, thank you, Anthony. See, that's... Personalizing. Do you know people who do this? Do what? Personalize? Personalize. They think everything is their fault or they think yeah. everything has to do with them? Yeah. Do you know anyone like that? Yeah, a couple people. I do. <laughs> I've been known to uh, run across a few of those people, you know, in my life. I know people professionally and personally that do that. I bet you do. <laughs> my joke on my coffee. My Tim Hortons coffee <laughs> can't go to waste. Mm-hmm. It's coveted, you know. I like how the door handles are like a hockey stick. Yeah, because it's from Canada, eh? In Canada, they didn't look Canadian. What? <laughs> See, now that it's would fine. be labeling, and you because <laughs> labeling on how Canadians are supposed to look. Well, I think of South Park. And well, like there. Well, see, yeah. you think of South Park. You think of maybe uh, you know Gretzky and you know yeah, those people. Yeah, those people. The hearts, Bret Hart. Those people. All right. So personalize. So we know people like this. We understand where, why people do it. It's an exorbitant amount of responsibility. It's not a reasonable amount. So in therapy, I feel like I'm late today too. Yeah. So Um, how do you, how do you try to help them? How do you help them? Reframe their thinking, right? The three C's, catch, check, 
change. So we do thought records. We look at a, actually get a board out with a responsibility pie chart and do percentages of how much is it really your fault? Now, the other thing that's magical about personalizing, there's a remedy to it. You know what that might be? What's that? Special remedy. Yeah. Testing an assumption because it's kind of, it's a big assumption. Personalizing is like a cousin to assuming, right? right? You're assuming it's your fault for something. How about you just ask that person? Right. Hey, man, <laughs> are you mad at me? Yeah. Did I did I cut you off there, or is that you know? Did you cut me off? Yeah. Like I, I, even even now, like, hey, are you upset that I just I cut you off or oh, no. I interrupted you? No, no, not at all. That's what I meant. Like not driving. Oh, you meant I, yeah, no, I was no. like, I thought I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> yes, you can. Are you mad at me? Did you not call me back because right. you, I made a weird comment yesterday? Or, right. Or I left the house. Right. And you're mad at me, you know? Were you upset because I, I keep asking for favors on top of the favors I already have done for you in the last four years or something like that? <laughs> right. I guess the causality is kind of hard to prove because you wore that red tie or that red shirt that somebody fell off their bike outside. Yeah. That's kind of a you know a weird one to disprove, right? right? But yeah. So personalizing is like a special kind of assuming, which now you're also up to the person's honesty. Hey, are you mad at me because of this? And then the person has to be, you know, honest. But right, that's the best you can do. Yeah. Is ask. At least you put it out there. You put but at least there. you know that you can look in the mirror and you know I did everything I possibly could. Absolutely. You know. Be your best self. Have a great day. Go on and have a good day. Go out. Not a good don't day. Do, don't just have a good day. Have a great day. Right, right. So then you're free. Yeah. A lot of inside jokes today, Anthony. Really? I didn't get any of them. No. You went right over my head. Oh, you're not keeping up with uh, no. the trends. I'm right? not being coy or anything. I'm, I'm more of a loof. You are aloof. Are you labeling yourself? <laughs> I've been told I'm aloof. Yeah. And I'm just fine with that. Oh, I know who told you that. I don't even remember. It wasn't me. I'm not assuming it's me. No, it's not. And I'm not personalizing that it was me. The next thinking trap that I have here, I'm going to go with fairy tale fantasies. FTF. FTF. Just came up with that off the top of my head. I've had a lot of caffeine. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? A pretty good. Okay. So I need to keep up. I think so because okay. the sun's going to go down in like an hour and the melatonin's going to start. Of course. All right. So fairy tale fantasy is not Disney. It's not the Disney magical castles. What kind of thinking trap would fairy tale fantasy pertain to? So I want to say this is also an, a special kind of should, like how the world should be. It's operating according to an ideal. Life is not fair. It's not fair that I didn't get this job. It's not fair that this person treated me this way at CVS pharmacy. It's not fair that I have to wait in this long line. And this instills anger as well, living in this world of special shoulds of how someone should behave or how the world should act. That's the essence of it. It's really just this ideal, demanding the ideals from life. Yeah, there's a way that we think life should be. Should, yeah. You know, again, there's that dirty word, but then there's the way life is and we just have to accept it. Like a reality check. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of goes back to the egocentricity. What makes you so special? And then you're assuming. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say we go into, I don't know, a store and someone's in a bad mood. And then you're assuming. It's about you. It's about you. Right. And it's not about you. And then you get into the, the, she should treat me with respect. I'm Dr. Evelyn. Right. (laughs) Doesn't she know who I am? You have a whole bunch of distortions going on. And they are mostly egocentric, I'd say, a lot of these. Living in a world where things should or shouldn't be a certain way. You kind of box yourself into a box. 
<laughs> or like you're going to be angry, right? Oh, you're always going to be angry because life is never going to be how you think it should be. Life isn't fair. Where did that even come from, right? Isn't that a childhood kind of thing? Like kids say this. Don't we do children like a big disservice in a way? Yeah. We tell them there's a Santa Claus, but it's a beautiful lie. But yeah. then they realize it's just that. It's a lie. And then they yeah. hate us for it. And I don't blame them. You I know? don't blame them. And yeah. I tell you, I did not tell my child there was a Santa Claus. There's this whole article written about it. After okay. In fact, about why you should not. And it's not really psychologically healthy to lie to your children about stuff. Right. And I chose not to. Well, I did not confirm or I, deny his existence. I had this dilemma. But I'm psychologist okay so when my daughter was about maybe six or seven we're playing connect four and i would be damned if i'm gonna let her beat me and then i thought to myself what am i doing but then i'm like no i i want her to earn you know like i mean sometimes i would take it like a little easy and if it was like okay she's kind of doing pretty good this time around Mm -hmm. but when she would just like do like a lazy silly move it's like no boom i ain't gonna let you win when you're doing that well that's a good lesson for children in life it reminds me of our sports psychology segment yeah 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 kids have to learn the reality of the world and where it's like you can try really hard Right. And still lose. Life isn't fair. You might not get the consolation prize for just showing up, right? No. Nope. Nope. These are, again, I'll remind everyone out there, childlike distortions. Every single thinking trap is a childlike way of thinking that some people just don't outgrow. So this thinking trap must be one of the hardest ones to undo or to help people with, right? Yeah, this one's harder. Because it's just like, it's who they are. It's who they become. They're coddled, whether it be their, their, how they were raised or, or how they just... Like they're entitled. Yeah, they're saying they're entitled. And if you tell them something, instead of just owning it, they point the finger at, say, somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Like, well, she's wearing Uggs, you know, like something like that, you know. And it's like, no, 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 we're talking about you right now. You know what I mean? And so do you find this hard to undo or is it even possible to undo? Well, with someone who's older, you know, as opposed to like a teenager or young adult, maybe, but like someone who's really set in ways with these thinking traps, it's really hard for them. So we just go through the, how is this serving you? You can continue to believe this in Kathy's world or something, right, right, right. but you're going to be mad all the time if you think this is how people should behave. Because again, like newsflash, right? We can't control how people behave. Right. So you can choose to think this way and it might not be, you know, helping you or serving you. Or you can maybe work on changing your thinking a little bit. So we always start with a little bit different. Do something a little bit different. Like right. Change your Because if you keep doing this all the time, then you find with the same result. It's a definition of insanity. Right. So that is the fairy tale fantasy, not in a good way. Not in a good way. And finally, we have labeling. L for labeling. Yes. Okay. Do you remember what this one is? Well, when you label yourself or others as something right like you're correct usually in a negative way i mean positive is nice too but generally the way that it becomes a distortion is labeling yourself in a uh, negative way i am stupid i am defective i am no good he is terrible she is horrible she is lazy i think we your quote was on this right so yeah labeling yourself Generally, people become, you know, depressed if they actually wholeheartedly, 100% believe I am stupid. Right. How, how are they going to feel? Well, it, it's, it comes from if, if you hear somebody calling you something enough, you just start, okay, I'm fine, I'll, you know, I guess I must be that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is all formed generally in childhood that you start to take evidence to support the belief. Right. Well, you know, kids, unfortunately, that grow up in verbally abusive homes may hear this. You're such an idiot. You're such a, you know. 
dummy. And then, well, my parents said it, so it must be true. And then they go through life believing that. And then the opposite is labeling other people. He is, she is, you are. Couples do this when they fight. You're so stupid. Right. You're angry. You're so lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just instilled. And then you start to believe that about that person wholeheartedly and you find evidence to support how stupid someone is or how lazy they are or how arrogant they are. You find evidence to support that. And then you have a negative sentiment override about that person. So what's the best way to combat this with a patient? So what I like to do is something called a credit list. So we try to work on when we get to deep rooted like core belief work, we find evidence to support a new belief. Now the new belief has to be something reasonable. It can't just be someone believing their whole life I am stupid and I am not stupid is very hard for someone to really adhere to. Just because I say it doesn't mean it's true, right? So it has to be something a little middle of the road, like I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm a good, I'm a good person. I'm I'm human. We have that. And then with other people, I've done this with couples when they, you know, especially if I'm just seeing one party, one partner, I tend to see more females than males right now, but evidence that this, your significant other, your spouse, your partner is not an idiot (laughs) or that they love you or they're not lazy. So they actually compile a list of evidence, evidence that this person is not so bad. Okay. And starts to shape their thinking differently because they might just keep looking at the room and saying their shoes all over the floor, their right. dishes undone. He's so lazy. Instead of thinking about what he or she did do that was not lazy. And you would do the same thing if they would self-impose a label upon themselves. themselves. Why do you think you're stupid? Well, let's take a look at like your evidence that you're, yeah, stupid. That you're yeah. not stupid. <laughs> yeah, it no. could be little things, but you build on them, right? Yeah. There's also something else called a cognitive continuum which is another kind of like visual. I use whiteboards a lot. So that's a continuum of, okay, well, who's stupider than you or who's, that works better for more black and white thinking. Like when someone's saying that they're bad and a good example with that is, okay, where are you on the scale of zero to a hundred? Inevitably people will be like 90% or a hundred. And then I'll say, okay, well, who's worse than you? What's your definition of bad? And then we go through that. Inevitably we find worse people out there in the world. Rapists, Hitler might be on there. So then they start to move down the I'll show you sometime. I'll start to move down the continuum. So it's reframing it and taking it to be, um, you know, more realistic view of yourself. So that is entwined with black and white thinking often. All right. So we're ready for the game. We have a lot yes. of song lyrics. We may not get through all of them, but we spent a good amount of time compiling one for every distortion. I think that was, actually, it was fun that was searching. Whole, it was very fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So they're in a hat. I wrote them all down and I'm going to read one out loud and you're going to guess what distortion and they are actual songs. So, right. I mean, so if you want to play along, just I have the list right here and there's no order. Black and white thinking, mind reading slash assuming, unfavorable comparisons, overgeneralizing, catastrophizing, shoulds, rejecting the positive, dwelling on the negative, fairy tale fantasy, labeling, personalizing, Blaming, and then finally making feelings into facts. All right, so you want to pick first? And I did, most of them I wrote the actual song. And we can't play the songs, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Infringement. All right, so this is for you. We'll get banned. Okay. And this is for you, and I'm going to, oops. If you can read my writing. I, I can. <laughs> sure. It's by Sky Ferreira. I blame respect. Let me see. You, what did you write there? What did I write? You've got that handwriting that's I, so neat, it's sloppy. It is neat and sloppy. I blame myself. I blame myself. That's the name of the song, and that is the lyrics. All okay. right, well, that one's easy. That's blaming. I never heard this Or, song. no, wait, wait. Respo- that's personalizing. I blame myself. I have to... I never... Um, is it more current? Did I play it last night? I don't know. Is it more current? I don't know. It must be. I think so. Okay. We'll have to play it later. Okay. Put that over here. All right. 
Okay, now you're never picking now for I me. Pick. Well, even though it had the word blame. That was That's not necessarily, picking. yeah. Right. It's blaming herself, right? Because, yeah, it's like, that'd be too easy. Okay. Ready? I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? Get crazy with the cheese whiz. All right. Um, that's from Beck, that 1994. Beck. What? You know, why do you get bonus points for that? Well, I'm just remembering, oh, you know, because yeah. I just, uh, you yeah. know. you were at the time. Yes. Um, I remember I was in, in college. Well, he's a loser and he's, well, he's, I think he's person. he's labeling himself. Yeah, he's labeling yeah, himself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how, yeah, that's, you know. Labeling himself as a loser. Right. I'm a loser, yeah. I'm a loser. I'm so, a loser, you know. Baby. Wait, right. wait, and that's a little catastrophizing. Why don't you kill me? Oh, yeah, like that's a bit it's extreme. You can just be a loser and live live a happy life still. You don't have to well, necessarily. you can just be alive. Or, yeah, just, you know. Yeah. I'm a loser, but I need to work on these things with, with my psychologist. Correct. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to Inner Balance <laughs> and make an appointment because I'm a loser. Better. Right. We'll work on that discussion. Hello, everyone. I'm a loser. My name is Beck, and I'm a loser. Hi, loser. Very it's oh, it's long. a long one. Ooh, that's a very long one. My gosh. Hopefully you can read it. Okay. It's like a funky shape on that paper. I think I know which one this is, even just because... Everything hurts. Sometimes everything is wrong. I need to do these next time. Yeah, next time. Um, by R-E-M. Is that... Oh, you can't read. Okay. Everybody hurts sometimes. Everybody hurts. Everything is wrong. That makes more sense, because I know that song. You know. Everybody hurts. hurts. Yes. So what is that? What is that? Which thinking trap is that? Everybody hurts. So that one I, I think is is overgeneralizing because of the everybody. Whenever you hear never, always, yeah. everyone, no one, nothing, that's overgeneralizing. And also, kitties, when you're taking a test and in the question, in multiple choice, it says everybody, always, never, that's not the answer. Because it's very rarely always or everybody or all yeah. never. Exactly. It's it's rare. That's what I mean. Like, it can't really be always. Never, ever. Never, have ever. Forever, ever. Never. For happened. never. All right. For real, for real. For reals. Ready? All right, oh, yeah. This is on the new paper. All right. On the other paper. Oh, this is... Okay, this one I thought would you would get... I, I would read this for you. Okay. So I'm not going to sing it, although I'd like to, because it's now in my head. It's been in my head all day. Okay. I quit. I give up. Nothing is good enough. Anybody else... Hmm. When I am by myself, nobody else can say goodbye. When you are alone, everything is temporary anyway. E. Brickell. Edie Brickell. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good song. It is. I quit. I give up. All right. Um, yeah, see, that's been in my handle. Everybody's like, yeah, don't sing that. Yeah. Um, Please don't. Is she catastrophizing? Yeah, I think there's... there's but there's a combination, two. right? Yeah, a combo one. That's why I wrote it. What's the other one? Well, nothing is good enough for anybody, nobody else. Those are keywords you just said. Everything. Okay. Didn't we just say that one? Yeah. Right. Overgeneralizing. Overgeneralizing. Right. Catastrophizing, overgeneralizing. Is nothing ever really good enough, Anthony? <laughs> the one line in that song that gets me, everything is temporary anyway. I'm like, ooh, that's deep. It is true. It's like... <laughs> it is true, even if it's distorted as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your skin is like a... What? <laughs> skin? <laughs> yes. I th oh, your smile is like a breath of spring. Your... God, your handwriting. Your... <laughs> Your voice is soft, like summer rain, and I cannot compete with you. Jolene. Jolene. Dolly Parton, Jolene. And what is, and what would that be? What thinking trap is, is Dolly Parton and while, while she sings well, this ballad to Jolene? Yeah, I think it's uh, unfavorable comparisons because she's looking at Jolene's positive qualities and I assume minimizing Dolly's negative 
qualities. She's looking at Jolene's strengths and minimizing her weaknesses. Right. She's like, oh, I can't compete with Jolene. Don't take my man away. Meanwhile, it's like, yeah. you're Dolly freaking pardon. Why don't you look in the mirror, like, you know, and, and have some have some confidence in yourself, girl. Agreed. I mean, we're having fun. So I mean, that's all that matters, really, as far as I'm concerned. We put a lot of work into this. Yes, we did. Okay. So this one, it was, we were, it was on the fence, but we included it. I wish I had Jesse's girl, Rick Springfield. Right. So what he's doing, he, this is looking like the green, the grass is always greener on the other side. Like, man, I wish I had her and he has her and I want her because he has her. So that would be, I'm looking at my cheat list sheet here. Uh I think it qualifies for a few. Yeah. Oops. It just went away. Wait, not labeling, blaming. Oh, I think I came up with this one. You did. And then I forget what it was. Making feelings into facts? No. Mm -mm. Unfavorable comparisons like the grass is greener. Also, the life is isn't fair. Oh, so so um, fairytale fantasy a little bit. Yeah, I think fairytale. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfavorable comparisons. We're assuming. Assuming. Like if I had Jesse's girl, everything would be perfect with my life. And and be happy. Yes, exactly. Maybe your life would be crap. Then again, if you talk to Jesse, he's like, hey, listen, she ain't all that. The other Jesse's night we had into a fight, and let me tell you something. Jesse's girl might be annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's always two, <laughs> two, sto- two right. ends of the story, right? It's, yeah. Okay, right. here we go. Um, I hate everything about you. I even sang it a little bit. And this is by... I hate everything about you. No, you... That song? No, no, that's Brick Springfield again. <laughs> this is Three Days Grace. Then they cover it. We played it last night. Right? Am I, I reading it right? Yeah, that's right. Three okay. Days. Yeah, I read it. We so if, 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 if he hates everything about her. Everything. Right, so everything. So everything is the key word there. Yeah. So overgeneralizing. Yep. Yes. Keyword overgeneralizing. Okay, my turn. Your turn. <laughs> I'm a loser by the Beatles. Oh, no. Nope. Different people. I don't know. I'm not really, I don't know this song very well. I'm not a Beatles fanatic like you are. I so know, isn't that easy though? We just, well, just well, I mean, so it's the same thing as, um, um, you know. Yeah. Do we do another one? Cause that's the same. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm a yeah, loser. Yeah. I just had to play. You had to put it in there cause it was the Beatles. Beatles. I know. Well, most of our song games, the Beatles win, right? Ain't nothing going to break my stride by Matthew Wilder. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing going to break it last track. Now, again, it's not what the song is about. It's just this particular lyric in isolation from the song. Now, the song could be positive. I understand that. Yeah, yeah is it overgeneralizing again? Yeah, we have a lot of those. Yeah, we do. Those are easy, though, right, they aren't are. they? Well, the keyword, I put them in there, the keywords. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can mix it up. Okay. With the hat. All right, here we go. I blame it on you. And who who is this artist? Who? Shane X6. Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird one. I never heard of this person. The name of the song is I Blame It On You. And the lyrics are also I Blame It On You. Charlie XCX. I want to say it's a rapper. Okay. So I have no idea. Know. I don't know this it? song. Neither do I. Blaming. Well, what? Why did Because it's oh he my. blaming. At the time we knew blaming, that was obvious. They have blaming. to be, you know, something that people have heard of. Maybe something. Or that I've heard of. How about it's our game? Hey, somebody out there could have heard of it. Mm. Write us if you've heard of that. Article. Yeah, yeah. They won't. Nothing is all right. Nothing is fine. Papa Roach, last resort. Ooh. I think that's a combo. What do you think? Well, catastrophizing. No? Sort of, yeah. Okay, yeah. but Keyword there. rejecting the positive. I think that could be rejecting the positive. That could count. And the nothing is overgeneralizing and um, also assuming. And yeah, assuming you're also, yeah. Is, isn't, you're, right. You're mind reading or assuming. That nothing's ever going right. to be all right. I right. assume that's what he means. Okay. <laughs> You make me sick of mice and men. Labeling. That's it, right? And blaming. And blaming. Yeah, okay. Label blaming. Blaming label, the label. Blaming. blaming the label. Yeah, yeah. I think that that counts. That was meant to be um, blaming. Everything is my fault. 
The more you ignore me, the closer I get. Ooh. The Smiths. So that's double, double whammy too. You know that one? Okay. Do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, no, this is yours. You're, you picked it out. I thought I'd read it and you guessed. No, I read my own. You read your own. We've been doing this for about six or seven. Everything is my fault is personalizing. Okay. And everything is also gen overgeneralizing. Right. And then the more you ignore me, the closer I get. I guess that's technically an assumption, but whatever. <laughs> Good old Morrissey. You make me feel like a natural woman. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a stretch. This is the... Uh, wow, the feeling. The godmother of soul, Aretha Franklin. And if you make me feel like a natural woman, <laughs> I would say... This was, this was a tough one. This was a reach. Making, making feelings into facts? Yeah, we did making feelings facts. Right, yeah. Yeah, because we used feeling. Now, you make me feel usually as a blaming. You make me angry. But this she's very happy about this. She is very happy. I right. guess being a natural woman is well, positive. I wouldn't know, but I heard good things. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But it's a good thing. Okay, so we'll keep going. Yeah? Yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. That's you obvious. You are just catastrophizing, aren't you? I am the catastrophizing fool, and so but, is but, but, so is Ariane. But he says, and I feel fine. He does. So he's okay fine. with it. He's at the acceptance <laughs> of the So he has a coping plan. Yes, he does. To decatastrophize the end of the world, and then he's fine. Most likely drugs and alcohol, but who most knows? Likely. That right. is most likely okay. the culprit. I mean, if it's or the some, end of the world, I'm sorry. Or some good CBT. <laughs> okay. You know? That better be really good. You're doing pretty well reading my reading. You should be sad. Hazley. I can't say her name right. Hazley? Halsey. Halsey. That's the song you, you said you liked it. I found because I like the video. So what is what is this one? Well, I do this one. Apparently you're doing it now. Okay. You you should be well if you should be you should be sad. Keyword. Should. Keyword. Should. So should. You should. Ding 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 ding. You're, are you winning the donuts? I don't know. All right. This one was a little tough, but we threw it in because you like this song. Right. I'm becoming the Judas in my mind. Yes. Judas Fozzie Bear. Fozzie. Just Fozzie. <laughs> no, no. No waka waka waka. I'm becoming the Judas in my mind. All right. Well, Judas being a negative thing, I would think is um, labeling, right? And then also assuming that you're becoming Judas and that is a negative thing. Right? Yeah. Think I'm looking through the list. I'm like seeing if there's something else because it could a lot of these, you know, have crossover. different. Yeah, I like the crossover. Okay, nice. let me see. Let me get one. Mm -hmm. And the winner is. It's like bingo. We're almost done, guys. <laughs> My world is over. What? Kenny Rogers? Yeah. Did we do a Kenny Rogers one last night? <laughs> I think so. That I sounds like somebody. I would come up with Kenny Rogers. I but, know you would. But I saw the lyrics. I was look. It was two and a half hours. All right. So lyrics. so. My world is over is the name of the song. Okay. Well, that's Just a bit. Trust me. It's a bit extreme. My world is over. Correct. So overgeneralizing and catastrophizing. I'd say catastrophizing. Catastrophizing, okay. And assuming. So catastrophizing yeah, assuming, yeah. is, a, is a special kind of assuming. Right. It's just a catastrophe in that it's like an assuming gone bad. Good girls gone bad. So far, we haven't had any dwelling on the negative or black and white. We haven't? I think there's a, I think there's a black and white in there. Oh, there has to be. I have a list. Oh, oh so you got a cheat sheet. Look what well, you I'm not, no, I'm not looking at it. Okay. I'm looking at the uh, audacity. Nothing else matters, Metallica. And nothing else matters, but yes, oh, yeah, no, no well, that's fine. No, that's fine. Well, it's assuming, and also the nothing is the keyword. We we ended up with a lot of overgeneralizing. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. We definitely have a black and white. I know okay. it's in there. It's probably at the bottom of the hat, the deep hat. The sorting cap. Hufflepuff. Oh wait, wait, all or nothing. Wait, wait, nothing else matters. That was actually black and white. And nothing else matters. Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. That's black and white and overgeneralizing, but okay. 
Yeah, there's a few of them in there. All or nothing. AKA Black. Darius King, Life is Not Fair. Yeah. All right, well, that's that's, that, that's obviously fairy tale fantasy. It is, and that's the song you hated that I, I didn't really like. Yeah, I didn't like that one. But I took it because oh, we, were, we were slim pickings. I mean, it's my turn. I know, but I'm going to have mine ready. I'm going to hold mine. I'm, I'm on deck. You're on deck. Yeah, you're a bat. Swing, bat about it. Oh, we don't have anybody else to be in the hole. Oh, my God. Wrestling. That's that's Okay. Funny. Shout out, it's wrestling. We're morphing our sports here. Morphing our sports mm-hmm. to my 13-year-old wrestler. Never going to give you up. Never going to give you up. Never have Never. Huh? Overgeneralizing. Yeah. Possibly black and white, right? It can go both ways. You're so cruel. Mm. You're so cruel. You are cruel. To a heart that's true. Yeah, Elvis, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the Elvis? Yeah, so with this, this one, this is... If you're so cruel, you're blaming somebody. Yeah, and labeling. Right? And labeling. Calling them cruel, mm-hmm. would you say? Yeah, you're so cruel to a heart that's true. Generally, you is the giveaway, right, for the blaming. Okay. You're right. I should have walked away. Cutting mm. crew. Do you remember that from the movies? You should, um, I have to hear Died it. in like, your arms tonight. I could have died in your yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have. Should have. Should have walked away is a should. Easy peasy should. Your turn. Can you read that? It's really long. This is, uh, this is your boy, Marcy. Yeah. There's a light that never goes out. Yeah. I never want to go home. Yeah, that's the lyrics. No idea. So I don't know the song, so I really don't know the what? context. The lyrics. Never. Okay, never. Never. Yeah. What's that one? A lot of these. Never. Is, is Overgeneralizing. And I think black and white too, to some degree. Okay. No, Smith's again. What difference does it make is, but now you make me feel so ashamed. Smith's. Okay. Um, you make me feel... Is blaming. There's a, we, so making feelings into facts, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't qualify? Well, if he then said, you make me feel ashamed, therefore I am ashamed, that would be making feelings fact, which I assume he felt ashamed since he was a brooding man. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Is that the song? Bill Withers, yeah. Oh, I know that one. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. But overgeneralizing. Assuming. Assuming. Assuming that there's no sunshine when she goes. That your life is over. It could be catastrophizing if he's going. With but her. to him, there is none. It's it's a, that's how much she she means know. to him. I get it. Look, I understand the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get the I get the hook. But the let's hook. be real. Uh, exactly. It's open to interpretation. <laughs> so Bill Withers came to your came to your office <laughs> and he's like started singing this song. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Listen, Bill, you're assuming that so there's bad. no sunshine. It's not so bad, Bill. <laughs> there are more fish in the sea. He's dwelling on the negative. There's no sunshine. Rejecting the positive. Everything sucks today. That's definitely dwelling on the negative and possibly rejecting the positive. I was like, that's the descendants. I don't really know that song. It doesn't matter because the title worked. And I would tell them, well, what is it everything though that sucks? And that's overgeneralizing. So it's a little bit of both. I've got Love Stinks by the Jay Giles Band. And that is definitely, you're overgeneralizing. And what else are you doing? Dwelling on the negative? Yeah, I have that. Okay. Dwelling on the negative, Jay yeah. Giles. Love, it doesn't stink, does it? There are times when you think it does. I think everybody <laughs> has, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it does. All right. This one's Super Easy by Frank Sinatra. All or nothing at all. All or nothing at all. Super mm. easy. All or nothing thinking, black and white. There you go. Frank. There's your, there's our black and white. There he is. Nothing's changed. I still love you, the Smiths. How many Smiths <laughs> do we have in here? My God. That was easy. <sighs> Nothing's changed. I still love you. Oh, I still love you. I, I don't know. You have to help me out, doctor. Nothing has changed. Right. So the nothing. Um, I want to say all or nothing. Okay. And also assuming and then probably overgeneralizing. 
He gets he gets a lot. Um, Are we I done with it. the Smiths now, or am I going to find another um, Smiths paper? I put that under over general license. Like, okay. no, I don't know. Right. How could this happen to me? Simple plan. Ooh. That, that one. That was yours. It was, and we stretched it. You did. I did. <laughs> I didn't want to put it in there. You didn't like it. I just never heard of the song before. What? Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Isn't I'll... it the I made a mistake? How could this happen to me? I made a mistake. Isn't it that? Oh, uh, is that Isn't from that Broadway? Simple? Is that a Broadway song? Oh, Maybe okay. it is. All right. Anyway, so this one I count because of what I say goes. <laughs> Uh, fairy tale fantasy. Kind of life's not fair. How could this have happened to me? It's not fair. All right, go. We have two more, three more. I'll take all the blame. Yeah, you will. Nirvana. 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 If he's taking all the blame, right? What's that means one? he's doing. We, we just went over this one today. Apology. Yeah, this is one of ours from today. Yeah. Um, wait, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? It's from All Apologies. Yeah, he's personalizing it. Correct. Right. Right. He's personalizing. I think he took a lot of blame. Yes, he did. Unfortunately. I think a little too much, if you ask me. I'd say catastrophic. Yeah. All right, so this one. Kurt, if anybody if anybody should have heard this, Kurt really should have stopped and gave himself a chance. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Poor Kurt. All right, so this one was kind of a stretch, and also the Beatles. Happiness is a warm gun. <laughs> so I don't, it wasn't about suicide, as far as I know. No. It is assuming that happiness would be a warm gun. What if it's a cold gun? What if it's not? I'm a creep. Oops. Knocked over the hat. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you? I'm a creep. Radiohead. Radiohead was a creep. And if he, like he's, he's labeling himself again. He's labeling. Yeah. I'd say. All right. Two more. One for you, one for me. Four. And then we wrap up the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, All right. Oh, I'm the bad guy by Billie Eilish. It was like her debut song. Um, labeling, I'm the bad guy. Possibly personalizing. Okay, you don't have... What happened to Evil Woman? <gasps> Shoot. I wrote down Evil Woman. I'm sorry. Well, you just you picked it out of your head. Uh, well, no, this isn't it. I, I was know, hoping this would be it. picked it out of your head. So what's Evil Woman? Evil Woman? Yes. I think we said that was black and white. That is black and white. Because it's evil. Right. So like good, bad, success, failure, evil. And this is a very, Not very evil. apropos. What's the opposite of evil? Not evil. Good. <laughs> right, Righteous. Sure. Okay. All right. Good. Sorry. This is the perfect one we're going to end on. Should I stay or should I go? Oh. By the clash, that would be shoulds. That would be should. And that... That's our cue. That's our cue. That we overplayed our game. Yes, we did. Well, we got very excited. There were 30. I thought we had like 20 and there were like 30. That was fun. That was fun. I, like I don't know that. if anyone else um, just... Audience, if there is a song that you find as, as a good category to be in this game or to be on this list, send it to us and tell us which thinking trap that it correlates to. We'd well, love to hear from you. And we'll send you Tim Hortons. I don't know about, do we, do we have a budget for that? Or? I don't know. I don't Not know. really. We'll give you a care, like a Christmas package of a Tim care Hortons. Package. And, a care package. You know, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a book. I don't know. We'll figure Maybe something out. a book out. from our book club? Yeah, a book from that our book club. Nice. We'll support authors mm -hmm. that we promote. And I'll, yeah. I'll draw a picture. What? We'll draw Just, a picture. Yeah, I, I, I can mm -hmm. draw superheroes. I'm pretty good at that. Can you? I was really good in the first grade, and I think I can get back to my old, yeah, my old routine. You were assuming you can get back to your old ways? I don't know. I'm going to try. Try is not good enough. There According is no you, try. There is There's no only try. do. You only do. According to my mm. Yoda. You know the plushie? Remember the plushie we saw that was Yoda? And, yeah. I, and I was like, he looks so old. I got it. Oh, that one. No, I got the big one for Angelina. Yeah, yeah. That one was. No, the one that, because I'm, because we've been inundated with the baby Yoda. Yeah. Right? And now it's like, oh, now the Yoda original. So, so old. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, who's that guy? And it was Yoda. who was the OG. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the real OG. All right. To summarize, we went through all of the thinking traps. We do them, catch them, hopefully, check them and change them. If you're feeling depressed, you're probably 
really stuck in these thinking traps. CBT can really help you. You have to do the homework though. You can't just come in and talk to us and not do your homework in between. You have to really practice on changing your thinking and that entails writing things down, doing what you're therapist asks for you to do as far as thought records it will behoove you to do so don't just come in once a week and take your meds and stuff it's not enough you have to really work to get better because these are really stingy beliefs that people have right so i think you learned a lot in the 13 thinking trap episodes covering them don't you think i did call you out even more because i expect you to notice them yeah i know you will Well, you already de-should. You already like... I probably have cut my shoulds in half at the very least. That's pretty good. Yeah. 50% reduction. I should do better, but you you know, I mean... You should cut them more than 50% though. I'll get there. You got to get to my level. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Where it's 99.9. Well, you know what? You know, I almost said the S word today and I stopped myself. See that? I did. I, bite my, I literally bite my tongue. Well, what I'll do is I will aspire to get to your level, knowing full well that it most likely in probability, but... I will get higher than I normally would okay. otherwise because... Because you're goalposted. Yeah, because I mean, you know... Well, osmosis. Yes. Yeah, osmosis. osmosis Jones. I've been practicing... Every time I hear osmosis, I think of Osmosis Jones. Okay. I can never now not connect those two together because I love that movie. You do? I did. Okay. <laughs> can check it out sometime. Yes, right. Okay, so if there are any thinking we'll traps go. in that movie... Oh, my God. Ooh, movie thinking traps. Oh, gosh. Ooh. That's a challenge. Oh. Movies that we watch and find thinking traps. We'll figure out. Hey, listen, if you guys got any ideas for games, throw it out our way. They're everywhere. Or if there's, listen, if there are any movies that you would like Dr. Rafa to watch and critique that have a psychologist in it, like say, uh, Good Wall Hunting or um, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a psychiatrist, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But you're fascinated with the character. Or diagnoses yeah. and stuff like we did a little bit before with the waiting room thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're always open to ideas. Yes. As always, thanks for listening to our show. Catch all our episodes and more at www.innerbalancepsychology.com or talktherapycbt.com. As usual, we are also available on all podcast platforms for free. Email us if you have any questions at info at innerbalancepsychology.com. And remember to stop it and give yourself a chance.